Good morning, everyone. Uh, we're going to start off with a word of prayer, and then we're going to get on with our devotional. I hope you all had a great night's sleep or having a great day. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for your precious word. We thank you for another opportunity to get it right. Father God, we submit ourselves to you this morning. We submit our mind, body, and soul to you, Father God, for you to to do what's your will with it, Father God. Father God, we ask you to give us the right words to say to any individual that come our way about Christ. Father God, we ask you to forgive us of any sins, Father God, and as we partake in your word, whether it's reading or hearing it, we ask you to bless the people that are doing it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, let's get started. John 14, 17. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him. It doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. Topic, they aren't looking for the Messiah. Affirmations. I'm going to say it. I'm going to pause for you to say it behind me. I'm not my past. I am seeking him. I need God. Intimacy is what I need from God. Thoughts. I can personally say, personally say, when I was in the world, I didn't look for God. I didn't try to. I wanted to be left alone. I didn't want anyone to even mention him to me because I just wanted to be in my sin in peace. I didn't realize it then, but I realize it now that when someone mentioned him, it brought guilt and shame. And I didn't want to feel that. And I was often told that he didn't love me because I was in my sin. And that being said to me, didn't help me want to go looking for him. Often when we, we, when we are children of God, we look for God in everything. We want his presence to be manifested in our lives so that we can feel him and have an encounter with him. But God loves when we look for him. He looks, he loves when we seek him because it means we need him. It tells us in the word to seek him with our whole heart. And every day when we pick up our word and we are, we are saying, I need you. I need this word to help fill me and his spirit will fill you with good things. The world doesn't want to feel any shame or guilt. It doesn't want to do any of that because they rather live in sin. They rather live in darkness than to say, I need God. They want to know how they can obtain the blessings. They want to, the power, but do they want him? God can bless us beyond our wildest imagination, but do we truly want him? I wrote a verse the other week but about the Israelites, and it stuck in my mind, and it said this, Numbers eleven thirty three. But while the meat was still between their teeth, and before it could be consumed, the anger of the Lord burnt against the people and it struck them with a severe plague. These people weren't thankful. They didn't. They, they weren't thankful. They didn't care at all to thank him for what he did. And that's like some of us today. We pray, we cry, we yell, we shout. And the moment he gives us what we want, we don't seek him to say thank you. We, we stop reading our word. We stop praying because we have gotten what we wanted. We must stop doing this and seek him and say thanks. Seek him and know him for how great he is. Moses even sought him, not for what he wanted, but also for help. Some might say, I can do this on my own. And sure, that's possible. But we have a great God that desires for us to seek him for counseling. And Moses did that. Out of tiredness, he said in Numbers 11, 14 through 15, I cannot carry all these people by myself. The burden is too heavy for me. If this is how you're going to treat me, please go ahead and kill me. If I have found favor in your eyes and did not let, do not let me face my own ruin. He told God, I have such a heavy burden. Please help me. So I won't face my own ruin. He asked him to, to help him with these people. God will, God will help us when we seek him. He, he prayed and he got an answer. 
When we seek him and we don't ignore him and every day we commit to him, he will see us through anything. But the world won't. You see people commit suicide. They have depression, anxiety because they are carrying something that they shouldn't. They are carrying a heavy load, which they shouldn't. But because the world rather do what they want and because the flesh is so powerful, so prideful, we won't ask. Verse 16, the Lord said to Moses, bring me 70 of, Israel, of, of Israel's elders who are known to you as leaders and officials among the people. Have them come to, into the tent of meeting that, that they may stand there with you. When we try to walk in righteousness and we try to do what's right, God will meet us right there because he sees us. Your family might not see you as a child of the king or your other pastor you are or the prophet you are, but God sees you as such. When he does, Ezekiel 36 and 36, 27 says, tell us this, and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. He will put his spirit within us. He will cause us to obey his law. Why? Because it will be a fire there. It will be a longing there that we desire to seek him truly. Don't be like this world, friends, and turn your back on him. Don't be like this world, friends, and ignore his commands and warnings. No, always seek him, always desire his will. And when we do, he will bless our lives and enlarge our territories. Prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much. We thank you for allowing us to seek you and learn more about you. Father, we desire a real relationship with you. Not only filled with give me, give me, give me, but with touch me, touch me, save me, save me. Come into my life and show us how to build with you. Lord, we desire to be intimate with you in every way. Lord, continue to help us do everything in, in our lives. We should we, we ask you to fill us with, with you, Lord. Take the emptiness and the confusion and change who we are. Fill it all with you. Lord, we need you more than anything in this world. We thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Reference. 1 Corinthians 3.16. Do, do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? 1 Corinthians 3.16. 1 John 4.12-13. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfect, perfect, perfected in us. By this, we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us his spirit. First John 4, 12 through 13. 2 Timothy 1 through 14, 1 14. By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit with, entrusted to you. 2 Timothy 1, 14. Further reading. 2 Kings 15, 1 through 16 and 20. Acts 19, 13 through 41. Psalms 147, 1 through 20. Proverbs 18, 4 through 5. So the world isn't looking for the Messiah. They, they never will. And no matter how we look at it, no matter how much we try to get them to see the goodness of God, they have to see it for themselves. My, my mother, when I was in the world, she, she constantly fussed and she argued and she, she yelled and screamed until one day she stopped. And I thought that was the oddest thing. I'm like, yes, I, I got it. She stopped fussing at me about everything. I thought I had the upper hand, but what I didn't realize was that God was telling her, let me deal with her. And he did. We have to allow God to deal with the world to show them what they are missing. We have to allow God to take the blinders off their eyes so they can see what God is to, to us. We can't force God on no one, but for us that know God is good, we should always seek him. We should always allow him to direct our path. We should always give him our burdens. Moses did. And Moses was a great prophet. Now, he didn't even claim the title as a prophet. 
But he asked God, he's like, God, if you don't help me, kill me. I'd rather be killed than to deal with these people. These people had gotten on his nerves so bad. He'd rather just be out of it. He needed help. And God sent it his way. We have to be the same way. We, we have to be the same way. We have to start allowing God to be there. That's why some of us have such a hard time in life. My mom told me that one time. She's like, you have such a hard time because you don't ask for help from him. And it's not that I'm too prideful. It's just I feel like my desires is not shouldn't be held, shouldn't be dealt with someone else that has more, more issues than me should be handled. I feel like what I deal with, don't don't put me in front of someone that's praying for the lost, lost child. Don't put me in front of someone that, that that has cancer. Don't put me in front of someone that's dealing with abusive relationship. Put me last. And I had to realize that. He can handle everything. You just need to give it that way. You just need to give it to him. And when I did, and when I do, he 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 solved it. My biggest issue was sleeping. I can never sleep. Even when I was in the world, even giving my life to God, I cannot sleep. And one day I, I came to him. I said, I said, God, I said, can I ask you something? He said, yeah. What do you need? I said, I like to sleep. I said, I don't sleep. And I, I would stay up people from... 8.30 at night to about 12 in the morning, I will pray, still cannot sleep. Pass out the devotion, still cannot sleep. I'll be up all night. I'll be up for 24 hours, maybe 48 hours, just up. And I said, I just want to sleep. He said, okay. That night I got in bed like I normally do, and I'm laying there, and I'm thinking I'm just going to lay there for hours. And as soon as my head hit that pillow, just like that, I was asleep. He answered my prayers. And I knew he would. It was no doubt in my mind. I just didn't think my problems was something he should solve. I felt like someone else was more important than me. You have to understand that you are important to God in every aspect, every way. No one else might not find you fascinating. No one else might not think you're the greatest, but God do. That's why he chased you. That's why he tell you to talk to me. That's why he tells you, talk to me, pray to me. That's, that's why he tells you these things. Because he thinks you're so amazing. He wants to know you. He wants you to desire a relationship with him. But we must take the time to talk to him. He's waiting. We must take the time to say, God, this is my anxiety. This is my depression. This is what caused me to be angry. angry. He will help you figure it out. And a lot of times we're scared. We're scared because we don't know what's going to happen. You know, not knowing sometimes is the issue. Not knowing once I put my trust in him, what's going to happen. Don't worry. Because whatever you have to do, whatever mountain you have to climb, wherever valley you have to walk through, he's going to be there to guide you. You have to trust and believe he will do it every day. Wake up and say, Jesus, I love you. Holy Spirit, I love you. I need you today. Today is big. I have a big day ahead of me. Walk with me. Help me to be kind. Help me be compassionate and help you. He helped that hard heart to become flesh. But we have to say the words. We have to believe that he will help us. Stop believing in the lies of the enemy. Stop believing that you're not no you're nobody. Stop believing that you're nothing. Stop believing that you won't never amount to anything. 
and that you're ugly and that you're 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 evil and that you're an angry person that you're vindictive. No, no. That's why I put those affirmations. Or God, Holy Spirit, allowed me to put those affirmations in there. He wants you to know how special you are. He wants you to know that. He wants you to speak words into your life, peaceful words, great words. He wants you to speak those things because life and death is in the power of the tongue. And when we say, I am beautifully, wonderfully made, you believe that. I am great in God. You believe that. I can trust the God Almighty. You believe that. You have to stop letting, you have to let go of the old way and start facing the new way. And the new way is walking in the light. I pray you all have a blessed day. I hope you all learned something for today. I learned a lot today out of this devotion. I always tell everybody I have to consume it before I, I send it out. He allowed me to write the devotions a week in advance. So that gives me time to consume it and figure out what flaws do I have that I need to work through. And he showed me. He showed me quick. Trust me. He showed me <laughs> real quick. This is what you need to work on. All right. I get to it. I give it to you. And we'll work on it together. And that's what we have to do. When we work with God, it's power in that. But when we work by ourselves, it's no power. Okay? Hope you all have a blessed day. Remember that Jesus loves you and that you're beautiful. He loves you. Have a great day.